Right then. Um, if there's anything that I've learned in the last four and a little bit years since becoming a mom, it's that parenting is very much a multifaceted journey filled with uh, challenges and rewards. And like most parents, I often find myself wondering how I can best raise confident, happy children who are armed well, equipped to navigate the complexities of the world. Um, In today's society where issues of belonging and consent and identity are of utmost importance, instilling these types of values and understanding in young minds has really never been more crucial. Season 14 of the award-winning children's TV show Dagalani Sesame has this season chosen to introduce the topics of consent, belonging and identity um, in a relatable and accessible and light-hearted way. This week, I caught up with Marie Payne, who's Deputy Managing Director for Sesame Workshop South Africa, to talk about the importance of these topics and how parents and caregivers can start introducing them to their kids. Why are consent and identity and belonging issues that you felt you wanted to deal with on the show? So, Sarah, Jane, thank you so much for having me here. It's it's wonderful to be with you today. Um, we decided to focus on these three topics, and I think it's important to distinguish between the three, um, although they are all three very important, um, but the one doesn't necessarily, um, you know, is, is a prerequisite for the other one. Um, so identity and belonging really is important for young children to feel confident in their own skin. Um, to be confident citizens, be confident children, um, but also to be respectful for others, um, others that doesn't look like you, others that doesn't talk like you, um, others that look different, and also other people that look similar to you. So it's very important for children to have that respect and understanding of who they are in themselves, but also the people around them and the people that they would interact with um, in their school environment. And one day, when when they go into the workforce. And consent is really piggybacking on those two concepts because they lay the foundation for consent. And given the challenges that we do experience in South Africa, but also elsewhere in terms of abuse, neglect, you know, um, young children not having voices to speak up for themselves, we really felt that consent is also such a critical topic to address with young children in an age-appropriate way um, so that they know that they have a voice to speak up when they do feel uncomfortable with a situation and be able to protect themselves. Why, Marie, do you find that the puppets in the show are such a good vehicle for helping to address these issues and these topics? Yes, Sarah Jane, that's a very good question. So Sesame Workshop has been around for more than 50 years globally. And in South Africa, we have been on air since 2000. So we've been around for more than 20 years. And Sesame Workshop really has this excellent way of using our Muppets to really convey difficult messages. So messages that you can't use uh, a human cast for, like difficult topics where you find it tricky for young children to convey the message, where it's kind of a a sensitive message or it's a bit... 
more of an adult message that we need to convey to young children. Um, and so we find it easier to use the Muppets in such a great way to convey those difficult messages. Also, the Muppets don't have a specific culture that they associate with. They don't have a specific religion. Um, they also don't have a specific skin, skin color. You know, they're pink and purple and blue and, and red. Um, so it, it's very useful to use the Muppets in that way to convey those messages because they don't associate with a specific gender, religion, culture, skin tone, etc. And in that way, they are relatable to, to all the all the children, I guess, um, who, who may exactly. be watching the show. Let's zone in a little bit more about um, consent. What you've you've touched on a couple of the the issues around consent, um, but but why is it so important? And what are the benefits of teaching our children about consent? And how how do you manage to do it in an age appropriate way? Because I think often that's people's concern, isn't it? Is that we are having adult conversations or or issues that pertain to adults or involve adults, but we need to make it age appropriate for children and understandable to them too. Absolutely, absolutely. So what we do in, in Sesame Workshop is when you work with our target audience who are normally three to six-year-olds, and I have a, a three-year-old daughter myself, so I often relate to, you know, the content we create um, in the show. So for parents to be able to teach consent to their children in an age-appropriate way, you can start off with very simple guided decisions. Having your child having a voice to be able to make decisions. Because if a child doesn't have the confidence or the agency to speak up and make decisions, then it would be difficult for them later on to land, land the concept of consent. So you can start off with when your toddler or your preschooler or your school-going child needs to go to school or you're going to the shops over the weekend. Let them choose the outfit. Let them choose what they want to wear. Let them choose the socks and the shoes that they want to take with the dress or, or the clothes that they want to wear. It's not going to match always <laughs> and they're going to dress themselves, um, you know, in, in all the colors of the rainbow. But it's really important for them to feel that they can make decisions for themselves. Um, so that's a very easy age appropriate way for parents to start that conversation and, and to get those skills going. And then later on, why consent is so important is we know that young children are so fragile and um, people take advantage of them um, because they don't always have the vocabulary um, already to to know. And they all, also don't know yet what is right or wrong. And it's our job as parents and educators and people that work with children to teach them that and to enable that agency in themselves to say, no, I don't feel comfortable with this. And so how we do it in, in Takalani Sesame on, on season 14 that's currently on broadcast is that, um, for example, the Muppets are just playing a game. They're playing a game. It's all learning through play because we know that's how young children learn. And one of the Muppets feel uncomfortable with the game that they're playing because you have to touch somebody's head or a body part like an arm. Or And one of the Muppets don't feel comfortable with the situation and they kind of retract from the game and they go and sit on their own. And then we also bring in what we call a safe adult. 
So a safe adult is anybody that you feel comfortable with, whether it's your parents, your teacher, a family member, somebody in the community. And you talk to this person and say, but I don't want to play this game because I don't feel comfortable with people touching my hair or my head. Um, and so the safe adult really uh, relating to the Muppet to say, that's okay. If you don't want to do this, you don't want to play this way, it's okay to say that. And so in, in the scenario, in the episode, they go back to the gameplay and he, the, the Muppet says, well, I don't want to play anymore because of, you know, I don't like being touched in this way. And then they kind of adapt the game so that everybody feels comfortable with the way, you know, the game is is playing out. So it's really simple gameplay, but really important for to show to children through the Muppets that if you don't feel comfortable with the situation, you do have a voice to, to say so. We're talking to Marie Payne, who's Deputy Managing Director for Sesame Workshop South Africa, about how... Uh, the show, the award-winning show, Tekalani Sesame, is dealing with issues around consent, belonging and identity in season 14. I know, season 14 already uh, of the show. It's it's fascinating. And I love that you're explaining the age-appropriate way in which we deal with these issues. Because, you know, I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And I think sometimes as parents... We panic. We want we want desperately to protect them and get that message across, but we don't necessarily do it in the right way. We might not necessarily. We might be over over um, explaining ourselves. Whereas the example you've just given is so simple, and when you explain it, it's such a simple way of of, of explaining consent. Um, we know that secure attachment is is really important for children, and presumably um, that goes hand in hand not only with consent but also with the idea of belonging. So, how are you dealing with this on the show? So, belonging in really just a simple child-friendly terms means the fact that I belong somewhere. And that is really also one of the cornerstones of, of early childhood development. A child needs to know where they belong. They have a specific community. They have a household and a family. They have a school environment that they go to. They have a church or a religious group or a cultural belonging in, in a cultural group in their village or their community where they stay. So it's really one of the cornerstones for social connectedness, right? Children need to feel I'm socially connected to something. And in that environment, we instill that belonging that I belong to this group of people. But in the same voice, you also need to ensure that, yes, we belong to this group, but then we also accept other groups. This is my group, and this is where I belong, and this is where I engage on a daily or weekly basis. But there's also other groups where other people belong. Um, there's other schools that other children go to. Not everybody goes to the same school. Not everybody stays in the same community. Um, so it's really important to understand where I belong for that social connectedness, which is so important for young children to develop, but also to have the respect and the understanding for other groups where other people belong um, that I also need to have that uh, respect for, for, for other people. We've been speaking on the show this morning already about the sense of identity um, and developing one's true identity. We all want for our children to grow into adults with a strong sense of who they are. Um, what's an effective method then of, of fostering a positive identity in our children, Marie? One of my personal favourite ways of doing that is through affirmation. 
I feel that affirmation can go such a long way in developing children's identity. And um, for the next four seasons that we have just uh, recently uh, filmed, we have this really amazing affirmation song that I'm very excited about. So look out for that. It will come your way soon. But really just instilling that affirmation to children that you are capable, you are strong, you are beautiful, you are caring, you know, just those words. And, and you can find little ways that work for you in how to do that, whether it's in front of the mirror, when they're getting dressed in the morning, you know, whatever works for you as a parent, but really find those moments. And when they do something kind, say it to them, say, you are such a kind person for helping that lady or for um, feeding the dog, you know, for taking care of the plants, you know, just that affirmation moments really goes a long way in helping building their identity. Marie, is the idea that the parents, caregivers will sit and watch the show with their children and then kind of use that as a jumping off point for further discussion? Absolutely, Sarah Jane. And you said it earlier when you said that uh, parents find it difficult to have these conversations and they don't always know how to talk about these things and really have like simple examples on how to approach it. So I would really encourage parents to watch the television show with their children. Watch the episode if you can pause it in between or have to wait for it to run its way. Have a conversation afterwards. Bring it up again at the dinner table. Um, you know, talk about these things. Ask them what did they think? What happened here? What did they like? What didn't they like? Um, you know, what? why do they think the Muppet stepped away or this one didn't want to play anymore? So really, you know, use that as an opportunity to foster that conversation and listen to what your child is saying. Really listen. Mm-hmm. And and through that, you can also kind of get a sense of where they are in their own identity development, you know, um, through the answers that they give you. So so have that conversation and listen to them. And we do have a, a big co-viewership. Um, we have about 80 percent uh, co-viewership with an adult or a parent or a caregiver that watches the show with their children. So, yeah, it is for adults as well. Um, and it really is an aid for parents and adults and caregivers and teachers to watch it with the children and and be able to have those conversations. It's really a fantastic idea and it's a, it's, it's a fantastic tool to have. Um, Marie, just remind us uh, where and when we can catch Takalani Sesame. At the moment, Takalani Sesame is airing on SABC1 from January until June this year at seven o'clock in the morning, Monday to Friday. And every day of the week is a different language of the episode. So we broadcast in five languages throughout the five days of the week. Wonderful stuff. Marie, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show this morning. Thanks very much indeed for joining us.